We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Point guard here. Next pick, Eric Bledsoe of the Bucks. So really like these prices, especially DraftKings. Nice 6K price. We need him to get to 30, 35, and I certainly think he can do that. The Bucks projected to score almost 125 points here in this matchup. The obvious concern and some of the issues with Eric Bledsoe have been the blowouts, not having to play in the fourth quarter. I think the Pelicans can stay in this game long enough to keep Eric Bledsoe viable. Plus, on a big slate, Recent production not been great. You're talking about a very low and floor general here in the best matchup on the slate at the point guard position because, again, nobody allows more fantasy points to point guards than New Orleans. So, yes, the blood is a concern. Yes, the lack of minutes in the fourth quarter are a concern. Yes, George Hill is a concern. I get all that. If that scares you off, understand. Don't play Eric Bledsoe. I see the upside here. I think he has one of his 40-point outputs. And at 6K on DraftKings, 7K on Vandal, I will take a 40-point outburst out of Eric Bledsoe at very low ownership. Love this spot here tonight against New Orleans. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play on the Wednesday night slate. But before we get to my favorite play, guys, we're going to run it back with a little contest. A thank you to you guys for checking out the video. It really means a lot to me. Love the patrons here in the Fantasy Bar. So what we're going to do, Fantasy Points on DraftKings. For my beast of the night, closest guest is going to win themselves three free days of Roto-Grinders Premium. It's going to allow you to unlock everything. Take a look behind the scenes, behind the paywall. Check everything out. Absolutely free here, courtesy of the Fantasy Bar. So, again, Fantasy Points on DraftKings. Now, let's take a look at my favorite play. You know him as the beast of the night. Alright, Beast Time, we've saved you in a lot of spots. Let's spend up here at Shooting Guard, Small Four, Power Four. Really depends on what site you're playing. But we're going with Kawhi Leonard of the Clippers, tonight's Beast of the Night. Now, really love this spot for Kawhi Leonard. First, rested, had the old load management, which we can get into later another day, another topic. But the point is, coming in fresh here. Another thing, the Raptors have struggled, especially with small forwards. Bottom five in the league in fantasy points allowed. Even if he's playing power forward, bottom 12 in fantasy points allowed at that position. Plus, you know I love the narratives here. First game back in Toronto since the move to L.A.
What is going on, Roto-Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904. If you want to get all tactical on me, it is 521 on the East Coast, 221 on the West Coast, 421 Tennessee time, which of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Roto-Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo. And joining me today, three-man booth, batting first, leading off, and going on the road where I came from in Florida. Not specifically, but yeah, I took a little siesta, a little vacation. I'm back from my... Uh, Load management and uh, Mango. Now you're taking over Florida. What's going on, dude? Yeah, man, you got uh, you, you went on the plane and left Florida, and I, I took it back over. So yeah, you're holding it down for you while you're gone. Uh, you know, holding it down for your UCF national chance. I see you rocking the uh, rocking the hat right now, man. Look at looking good there. I'm sure the chat will love it. The chat's happy to have you back. I see your pictures in there with the tie going on with Dan oh. Buck and all the people. Uh, you know, everyone's talking Dean, mean Dean in the chat right now. Yeah, man, I was super excited to you know to have a vacation. It's been a while, of course. Oh, congratulations to Britt and his lovely uh, his bride now, Rachel. I, I was at Britt's wedding, amongst amongst other things. I was in Florida, did the Florida tour, hit up South Florida, hit up Orlando, St. Pete, Tampa, a couple hockey games, saw some family, saw some friends, saw talk, some kids, well, kids of friends, not just random kids. <laughs> it was a good vacation. It was a good time, uh, but I'm thrilled to be back. Be back uh, Kyle, I can't see your picture. We were debating pre-show. Uh, you did not put yeah. the hat on, did you? Because you cannot ruin that good hair. Nope. Yeah, I got the new haircut, so I had to, uh, had to let it flow here. Hey, you can't see Kyle's picture? Like, he's just not showing up on your end? Well, I don't like to watch the video. It's a whole it's a whole production. I don't know. I just you stare watch... at you guys the whole time. What are you talking about? I can't take your guys' faces off. Just... <laughs> hey, man, I, I need to see what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, I got to see when you're rattled so I can tell the chat, you know, make sure that they're ready to rock because they're a couple minutes behind, so... You know, I minimize I, that video. I, I don't. I put it in a really, really small square. So I, and I, I maximize hide it. it full screen. <laughs> I don't. Well, I apologize that the you know according to Mangone, I have a massive head. So I'm sorry for my massive head. We we talked about this pre-show. So uh, yeah, I, I hope that's not taking up your entire screen, but it might be doing that. But we have only so much time for pleasantry, boys. You know why? Because it's an 11 game slate. No time for messing around. Tomorrow, maybe we're getting some shenanigans with uh, I think it's Big T uh, and Chop and myself. Would be good times for sure. But 11-gamer, no time to, not, uh, to mess around. Some body parts will knock out. I'm sure the chat's uh, antsy. I, I feel like there's been, there's been some ba- massive body part suppression. Like you guys haven't been talking about it for a week or so or whatever it is. Uh, but here it is. We're going to spike it up in uh, just a second. And some just dropped as the show uh, was basically uh, starting. FVV is out for what it's worth. Markel Fultz, uh, he's going to be uh, out as well. He had the fish. DJ Augustine's going to draw the start. Uh, Lake Show, Rondo questionable. This hammy, Bradley's back with his leg, expected to play 20 minutes or so. Kuzma is out with his ankle. Charlotte, we got Marvin Williams out with his knee. Nicholas Batum, he's got a hand, so he's doubtful. Uh, Mike Hanley is still out with his hammy. Uh, Jeff Teague, he's got an ankle. He's questionable as well. Uh, Austin Rivers had the fish, not feeling well. He's out. Teammate Tyson Chandler, he's out with the fish also. Marcus Smart got an eye, can't play with that eye, so he is out. Uh, Robert Williams is a hip he can't play. Derek Favors is out for personal reasons. Danilo Gallinari's got an ankle, so he is probable. Slow-mo Kyle Anderson's probable this heel. Brandon Clark is also expected back with his oblique. Aaron Baines, all with all his girth, is back tonight. He is probable with his calf. Uh, Eric Paschal, uh, he said he's going to play. He said he's going to – I saw questionable, but I, I, I lean on probable. We shall see it's a late game, but he suggested he's expected to play tonight. Uh, Marvin Bagley also expected back tonight with his thumb. And, of course, the big one is Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's got a quad. He's not playing tonight. So, yeah, Kyle, it's an 11-game slate. But with the Giannis news, it sort of feels like a much smaller slate. I was telling us the man going earlier. We were talking pre-show. It's like, I was two hours into doing research this slate. And uh, I was like, oh, wait, Boston plays tonight? I had no idea. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about the Celtics. But to me, is, is that the same thought as well, uh, you know, especially with the Giannis news? It feels like a smaller slate than it actually is, for me at least. Yeah, I mean, dude, good thing you mentioned that. Good thing we have body parts because I didn't even know Giannis was out. I just found that out. So. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I do think like a lot of uh, a lot of the ownership is kind of narrowed down to two or three games. And Milwaukee side is definitely one of them. Um, so yeah, I think that kind of does make a lot of sense. We were talking about it before the show started. Like it's an 11-game slate. And it doesn't feel that way. It feels a lot smaller. So I definitely agree. Mango, what's the important news as far as body parts? I'm sure you're listening to that entire list as I was firing it off. And most of the stuff is known right now, unless something goofy kind of comes out of nowhere. The questionable has, has been clarified. Teague is still questionable as far as I can tell Rondo as well. Your boy, Rondo. Um, but uh, we basically know what we need to know, I think, at this point, right? 
Yeah, I was, I was, while you were doing body parts, I was being a man of the people. I was hanging out with my man GRS12 in the chat. He, he was saying, what games are you fading tonight? There's a lot of games I'm fading. Like, uh, this is not the prettiest slate. Uh, definitely keeping a, keeping a tight core based on a lot of his injury news. So uh, doing that, kind of like going overweight on those guys, and then sprinkling in some other plays here and there and uh, calling it a day, hoping I take all the money down. There it is. Uh, I do want to mention, this is important. Uh, you guys are watching on YouTube. Feel free to like and subscribe. And we have to incentivize the likes these days, man. Go, you know, because it takes a lot of effort to click that button or smash it or press it, whatever you feel like doing. Whatever triggers the thumb to go up. Or, uh, how, I guess it goes down, too, potentially. It's an option as well. You know, no, uh, no. it does. Well, that's, that does not work. <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but, like, we prefer it up. Uh, but if we uh, – here is the incentivize. Uh, here, uh, 300 likes. We get 300 likes on today's video tomorrow. You guys know Notorious. Notorious is really, really good at basketball. He writes his grind down. It's premium now this year, and it's premium for good reason. It's new and improved, and there's a lot more nuggets in there as well, too. And I, that's one of the first places I go as far as researching. Uh, you all can uh, watch that for free. Read it for free tomorrow uh, for tomorrow's slate. If we can just get 300 likes on uh, this video, that will be unlocked for tomorrow. The grind down video for Notorious. Uh, anything else I mentioned before we dive in and talk about the, uh, well, we should also mention, let's give the shout out. It's only one person today because actually all were knocked out over the weekend or yesterday, I suppose. But, uh, if you guys rock the RG badge, you guys know how this works. Talk about it all the time. You wear the RG badge, uh, you know, in certain contests, you finish in the top 10. You don't have to get on the podium, just the top 10. You get yourself one month free of RG premium. We like to give the shout outs to those that are doing that. And, uh, MDC 2727 has done so. Thank you for that. Good luck in finishing the top 10. Get yourself a one-month free of RG Premium. With that, uh, Mangone, shall we start talking uh, game by game? Break it down. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, we can. Uh, thanks for being a loyal listener of the flagship show. I went through the, uh, the, the badge promos yesterday, so clearly someone didn't watch uh, yesterday. Dude, I was on vacation. I, I didn't sleep yesterday. But thank you for filling in for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> I just, yeah, I didn't get a thanks, you know, didn't get the. I gave you a thanks. I said, thank you for covering for me. I think you gave me, I think you gave me the Monday one. I don't know if you gave me the Tuesday one. Uh, maybe I missed it, but uh, yeah, no, happy, happy to fill in and just, just, just throw it out there. You know, you, you weren't a loyal listener. So that's all. Well, yes. <laughs> I have it on my DVR. I'll, ch- I'll listen to it tonight. Uh, first game in the slate we're going to talk about is the late show in Orlando. 212 is the total. Again, we just talked about as far as Fultz being out. Augustine drawing the start. Lakers, of course, eight-point favorites here. LeBron and Davis are just absolutely insane. They're ridiculous. Uh, they are some uh, two of the biggest fans in the slate. There's really nobody else in this team that does anything, uh, at least for a, a certain period of time. The rest of the guys just kind of stand around and watch those guys do their work. Uh, Kyle, you know, you're more of a tournament guy. Mangone's a tournament guy, too. We're all, we all dabble in tournaments. So me and Mangone kind of sort of are cash guys, I suppose. But, Kyle, uh, what do we think as far as LeBron and Davis – uh, as big spins in the slate, because I feel like they're not the most popular big spins. Would that be a, a fair statement? Yeah, you know, I think uh, initially I really didn't have any any interest in this game. You know, it's two pretty good defensive teams. The Lakers are especially good defensively. Um, as far as, you know, LeBron and AD, I feel like today I, just, I find myself working towards a more balanced build, so I don't really get to them too much. Um, and there are some other guys who are a little bit pricey that I, that I think you can spend up a little bit. You know, they might be a little bit overpriced, but uh, they'll be contrarian. There's some other guys that I like to do that with in other games. So I don't think I'm getting to either of these guys too much, but if I had to pick one, I'd prefer Davis over LeBron for sure. Yeah, I mean, LeBron averaging, what, 1.56 fantasy points are in it. Davis at 1.51, both absolutely ridiculous. Both really good plays, but with a little more of a salary cap, and if you can only have one stud, you don't necessarily want that stud of playing against Orlando, like you said, really strong on the defensive side, as are the Lakers, two of the better defensive teams in all of basketball. Uh, Mangone, it's an 11-game slate. I know your one lineup, you probably don't have anybody in this game. Is that fair to say? Yeah, probably not there. I'm trying to figure out what to do. I mainly do uh, you know, tournaments over on uh, the dueling fans. Uh, so I think getting some, uh, Anthony Davis would make some sense for a contrarian build. Like if I was in the rotor grounders lineup builder, which I was in, I hit optimize. It said, uh, you know, all the earth sign is over, which made me a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I probably don't have it as like, you know, mixing the exposures probably where I get you a lot of different stuff, but, uh, it's more optimal things and I make some tweaks, but, uh, Ursa is definitely a point for dollar guy that's popping. And like, I think a lot of people are going to gravitate to some cheaper forwards and, uh, yeah, Davis is definitely going to be lesser owned, right? Even on like a site, like a DraftKings. Uh, people are going to pay up for other studs instead of Davis. So I think you're going to get lower ownership on him. One thing when I was digging into some research, I noticed if you look at the uh, defense first archetype tool, uh, you see that the number one rebound versus like average, like per position against like the opposing team 
Uh, Davis gets a 55% boost here. Uh, you know, so the Magic, they're not good at rebounding. This is a spot where uh, teams feast on the rebounding end, and Anthony Davis should absolutely dominate. So, uh, yeah, and, and we've seen lately, right, while you're on vacation, LeBron's been kind of taking a vacation too, just letting Anthony Davis do all the work. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what you two are doing on vacation together. I don't know if you're riding banana boats or something, but uh, Anthony Davis is a guy that I'm definitely uh, interested in in tournaments. I bought an art exhibit, a banana art exhibit, that was worth $120,000. That's what I did. You mentioned bananas. Um, not sure if you caught that story or not, but uh, yeah, the, the duct tape. It's not hanging behind me. I should put mine up too in a little bit. Mine's like, like it's in glass. It's 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 in case somewhere. There's like a, it's in a safe. I can't just put it on my wall. Can't trust the, the hooligans that are running around here. But um, yeah, you mentioned you know let's go ahead and show that screen share because hey, one of the things I was talking about how the grind down is doing improved. And again, if you guys are watching on YouTube, just click the like button. We get the 300 like button to get the grind down tomorrow with Noto on the grind down is. It says, you know, amongst other things as far as fancy points per minute, you know, all sorts of breakdown in there, but it actually shows the defense versus archetype matchup. And, you know, we talked about this the pre-show as well, Mango, and you know what I kind of pointed it out, and I was like, you know, I wanted to get more of a sample size because matchups matter, who you're playing it's matter, and all that kind of stuff too. Give me a bigger sample size, and all of a sudden it becomes a little more interesting. And I jumped to the page here where it shows Davis is the 30th, the absolute best matchup in the world against Orlando when it comes to versatile bigs. And it's like, you know, we hear people talk about, well, this team is good against centers. And I'm sure I say it too. This team's great against centers. But, you know, this uh, Brooke Lopez and Montrez Harrell are both centers, but they play distinctly different games. So you, you wouldn't expect the exact same output against the same defense because they, they do totally different things. So this is more specific or it breaks down the fact that instead of a center, they're a, post, they're a post big or a versatile big or a versatile forward. It's just a more in-depth way of breaking down position by position. And I think it's a... I think Jamino and his team is what created it last year. I kind of love the idea that Kyle, is this something that you look at? Are you aware of, or maybe uh, we we want we were waiting for the like me? I was waiting for a bigger sample size as far as the defense versus position archetype. Yeah, for sure. I think it, it's especially useful when you kind of look at a name and you're like, who that? Who the heck is this guy? Like, you know, for example, having me last year when Chandler Hutchison started getting minutes, I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> Never seen him play before. So using that tool kind of you know gives you an idea of what he does on the floor, and then also you can use it kind of determined uh you know the matchup he has so i think it's definitely a great tool especially when you don't know who the person is does anybody care about the magic do we care about augustine starting because Fultz isn't playing do we care i mean you could if you want to sprinkle gordon i guess you can sprinkle gordon uh birch on uh, power forwards rough on fandal you mentioned fandal he's kind of cheap over there maybe as like a pivot off of a uh, chalky urson but i don't really trust birch but i guess he can be fine in theory uh, do you guys like anything in orlando or is this 11 game slate move on no, I think Augustine's sort of kind of interesting uh, on a site like, you know, family you have to play two point guards. Like on Yahoo, our sponsor site, like you don't need to be playing Augustine. I think there's better opportunities, but I think you can consider him a little bit. And uh, even uh, big boss Terrence Ross, right? He gets a little bit of a usage bump here in tournaments. Uh, we know he likes to let it fly. And, uh, you know, Lakers are a really tough defensive team down low, so they might be putting up a bunch of more shots. And if Terrence Ross gets hot, you know, sprinkling him at like 1% in tournaments, I don't think it's a bad idea and some lower dollar stuff. But again, like, let's not go crazy here. Uh, those are kind of the two guys I would consider in tournament play. Yeah, what are the lowest tolls in the board 102 for Orlando? Kyle, anything here? So we move on. Move on. Uh, it, it's just Terrence Ross. I think he's somewhat interesting. The price kind of makes him, you know, it's pretty much a guarantee he'll be contrarian because of the price. You no know, 5K on DraftKings, 5-3 on FanDuel. But, you know, with DJ Augustine bumping up to the to the first unit, he's going to be pretty much the only guy that is going to be really taking shots in that second unit. So he could be really interesting today. Kyle, do you, do, you have, um, do you have interest in Isaac? I saw he was popping a little bit on some yeah. RG projection stuff. Again, like you have to play two small forwards on on uh, Fandles. That's something I was looking at and considering. I don't think any of these guys are really in play, but like on that side, I'm kind of considering it. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's okay over on Yahoo, especially. Um, you know, I, I forget his price. It's like 23 bucks, right? Something like that. Oh, that's um, down then because he was 30 like the last week. So that's pretty nice. He's definitely in the 20s. I don't know if it's – it's either 23 or 29. He's 27. Twenty-seven. Okay, uh, so I was wrong either way. Um, but yeah, I think Isaac's okay. Um, I think there are other ways where you can. I'm really trying to spend all the way down at small forwards. I think there's some good, uh, really good value options. But I don't hate Isaac. All right, eleven game slate. Let's move on, boys. Uh, Clippers, Raptors. Two twenty-one and a half is the total. Uh, re- not revenge game. The Air Street game for Kawhi back in Toronto for his first time grabbing his a uh, grabbing his ring. Uh, presuming he will not get booed. I, you know, all, all parties were uh, cordial. That's my knowledge. Uh, of course, so the Clippers here are three-point favorites here against Toronto. Toronto, another good defensive team uh, you don't necessarily want to pick on, but there are some interesting pieces, especially with FVP being out, going against the Clippers as well. And I guess that's a conversation too, Mangona. We were talking pre-show how 
you were running some lineups, we were just having a conversation. You're talking about how Lowry was somebody that's landed in your lineup. I'm like, how does Lowry? Like, he's not somebody I wasn't necessarily focusing on. And, you know, I don't like if he lands in there, so be it. Uh, not necessarily a great matchup here against Beverly either, but, you know, we have to imagine he's going to play minutes equal money and Lowry's going to play potentially 37, 38, 39 minutes with FPV being out. Um, you know, in 82 game season, this one feels like I know it's a different conference, but it feels like this game is probably more important than other games. And we've seen it before where Lowry's played upwards of 40 minutes throughout the season. So I guess we can start there as far as Lowry, Siakam as well, too. We know Toronto runs a pretty tight rotation. Uh, what's your take as far as uh, the Toronto side? Yeah, uh, the Toronto side. So a guy like uh, Pascal Siakam, Mikhail Lowry, uh, Norman Powell, he started last time. All those guys become in play. The Bucks' value is stronger, but with Fred, Fred Van Vliet being out, th- this is pretty good here. So, uh, yeah, I think Fred Van Vliet being out gives us some good opportunity. And one reason why we like targeting the Raptors, despite it being a difficult matchup, is we know how safe those guys' minutes are. They just get a pile and pile of minutes. Uh, I know people are worried about, you know, the, the Clippers, right? Kawhi and Paul George guarding, uh, you know, Spicy P over there. But, man, Spicy P is really good and the price is right. So uh, I'm definitely in on him. And I think Lowry definitely fits too. Uh, you know, point guard's not my favorite position today besides Eric Bledsoe. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, you can definitely, you know, get some Eric Bledsoe exposure. But uh, don't sleep on Kyle Lowry. The minutes are there and a little bit of usage gets funneled to his way. So like those guys at the top. And Norman you say Spicy P? Yeah, that's his nickname, man. Who spice? I've been away for like a week or so. Who is is that? Pascal Siaka, man. You don't. Know I call him the triangle. He's, he's he's spicy. What is he? Why the triangle? Yeah. Because of Pascal's triangle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you don't know. Uh, dude, the, the chat's gonna clear for this. It's spicy P, man. Everyone knows that. Yeah, spicy P. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Okay. All right. All right, Boomer. Um, yeah. All right. I, I guess that's just. <laughs> We're calling me Boomer Dean. I'm calling myself. I'm, I'm just talking to myself on the show. I forgot what's doing the show. Uh, j- jump in here, Kyle, because I need to be. I, I have to Google this nickname. Yeah, I think the the main guy for me here is OG Ananobi. I think that's how you say his name. That one always trips me up, but he's just going to play a ton of minutes tonight. And you know, last game with with Van uh, Vliet out, I kind of assumed we'd see you know either you know a guy like uh, Terrence Davis pop up and get some minutes. And that just really didn't really happen. They just kind of funneled all those minutes to Ananobi and then Powell. So. I think those two are pretty good. Um, Lowry is okay, but you know he's he, he's just so boring. I don't know. He's gonna play like a ton of minutes. Like I, I haven't projected yeah. for thirty eight minutes, and it's still hard for me to even you know love him because um, you know he doesn't really have any like his usage is low. Like the the per minute is okay, but it's not exciting for me, and the matchup doesn't really do anything for me. So I'm pretty much off of Lowry. I think he'll get some ownership here. Um, considering Van Vliet is ruled out. So people just levitate to him naturally. But the only guy I really like here is Ananobi and, and Siakam too. So no Lowry for me. Well, how many more minutes is Ananobi going to get, by the way? Because he played – I mean, how many yeah. more minutes did he get with FPV out? Because he can only get so much higher, right? Yeah, he, he plays a ton of minutes either way. He played 37 last game, almost 37. So, uh, you know, I think if that's, you know, his ceiling or, you know, around there, I think he does get a little bit of a boost. Two, two or three extra minutes can go a long way for him. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, – I pulled up our lineup HQ projections, by the way, and Lowry is uh, – just him and Harden are both projected for 38 minutes tonight, which is – it's hard to project guy for, guys for 38 minutes, but that yeah. does make sense. And Siakam's right there as well at 37. Uh, how about the Clippers side, uh, Mangona? Are we buying the revenge? I don't know, revenge. Whatever you want to call it, narrative for for, uh, for Kawhi. Uh, is, you know, the matchup's not necessarily great, obviously. What, what do you think of the uh, the Clippers? Yeah, just wanted to give an update. We're at 51 likes right now, and uh, you guys got to keep hitting the likes if you want to, uh, you know, get this to the end of the show to 200 or whatever number we're getting to. So I think 50, 300 is what we're shooting for. Is it really embarrassed? Are we not going to get yeah. 300? We're going to feel yeah. a great team. Listen, we're down to embarrass Dean, so we can embarrass Dean, and but don't embarrass us. And this is how we embarrass Dean. We go well, to the I'm comments. I'm out of myself of uh, not knowing who Spicy P is. Yeah, and, we, so, and wearing this ridiculous hat backwards because I guess that's what the, this threesome does, right? We we uh, we uh, attract a certain uh, demographic. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe man. the two of you guys do. I'm just along for the ride. I'm not sure how that works, but uh, yeah. No, dude, everyone loves your backwards hat, but comment in the comment section over on YouTube. Put OK Boomer to Dean. Uh, you know, <laughs> put that in the comment section, uh, you know, and, and you hit the likes. We'll really, really appreciate that, guys. That'd be awesome. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about the Clippers side of the ball. Um, there's not a lot that I'm in love with. I think it makes sense if you are getting some, you know, if you are getting this Raptors exposure, it makes sense in your script to maybe run it back with some guys here. Like, say you're playing 20% Pascal. 
Uh, I probably want to make sure I have some, you know, maybe like a little bit of Kawhi or a little bit of Paul George in there. Don't know how I would kind of mix it up. I know Lou Williams on DraftKings is really cheap at 5,900. We know he can get going shooting, so he has a ceiling at that price. But uh, these are guys I don't want to get too much exposure to. If you want to mix and match them, sure. But I don't mind really just kind of staying away from the Clippers and just attacking the Raptors value plays. Kyle? Yeah, I mean, some people want to call it the revenge narrative. I'm just going to call it, you know, the price tag narrative. I just think 8-7 is a little too cheap for Kawhi Leonard. I've been playing him the past, you know, three or four games where he's been under 9K on DraftKings. And, you know, last game against Washington, that was the one that he paid off. So hopefully that at this at this price tag again, he does pay off this price tag. Uh, that's pretty much it. You know, I think it is hard to, to play both of these guys, Paul George and Kawhi, obviously, because, you know, to get a ceiling game from him. The other one kind of does get pushed aside a bit, but – um, I don't hate the idea of, you know, if you're going to have a couple of these these value guys like Ananobi or, or Powell and then maybe even Siakam too, uh, to bring it back with a guy like Kawhi. Yeah, I mean, the problem with Kawhi is that you so rarely get like 37, 38, 39 minutes out of him. It just doesn't seem to happen. And, of course, they're yeah. managing his minutes throughout the season. And I, I've said this before, I strongly believe that like, Doc just does not care about the regular season. Like, they're – their record might reflect that too. Like they're going to be fine. They, all they care about. He, is he cared about it last year, Dean. So now he doesn't care. I'm, I'm just trying to keep up. He, Did he care about it last year? He had to have. Man, you see them fighting for the playoffs. The well, Clippers? that didn't. Well, that didn't matter because the, he had an actual team. He has an actual team that can win the championship this year. Last year, he knew he was just getting the most out of like you know the best they can do is what they did. I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to keep up, Dean. I'm just trying to – I don't know. You understand that. situations change. They have a, you understand Kawhi Leonard's on this team now, right? Uh, well, he's on that team. Why, Dean? Why is he on that team? Because he lives – It's they, they're based out of Los Angeles. So no, because – well, because because they fought for the playoffs and saw – Yeah, that's the there. reason. And Los Angeles helps too. It helps too. <laughs> yeah. He, he would have went to Detroit if only Detroit would have, like, pushed the Milwaukee to seven games. Sorry, Kyle. Uh, I go, I go to Detroit with that hair Kyle has, man. I got to get myself a haircut like that next time we do a show. No, the, the Kyle's like big fish, small pond, man. He doesn't want anybody else joining him. I don't know. Uh, why not? Uh, yo, see? Bring, bring him aboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next show, man. Maybe I'll have one of those fresh haircuts. Houston, Cleveland, 229 is the total. Houston is a 12-point favorite here. Uh, Harden still a ridiculous price. Harden still awesome. Westbrook's one good of late as well, too. Uh, nice matchup here for rebounding for Capella. Capella can... You know, it feels like that double-doubles on layaway. If you want to get at least 15 boards, you might get 2022. 20, that wouldn't surprise me. Tucker plays a pile of minutes as well. Uh, Chandler's out for what it's worth, not much. Rivers is out as well, uh, which clears minutes for guys like House and Macklemore off the bench. But, like, again, 11-game slate. Not much sure if you want to go that thin. Kyle, um, look, you're going to have one big stud in this slate. And you can get the Harden. And you talk about that discount for Kawhi. And depending on where you're shopping, like, Harden's still, like, got this huge tag. And it's justified. But, you know, with the world of a salary cap and it's hard to get him in there. Now, you can get him in there. But if you do that, you're probably playing maybe someone on the other side like Jetty Osman, who probably plays a good amount of minutes, but he's also terrible at basketball. I mean, that's equal money, but not all minutes are credit equal. Jetty Osman minutes are credit poorly. He's super, super cheap. And Kevin Love's cheap as well, too. We'll talk about that. But uh, talk to me about the Rockets, Kyle, because, you know, pretty clear. Good plays, potential blowouts. What are we doing? Yeah, uh, man, it's it's kind of scary, but I, I don't think I'll have much Harden tonight. Um, you know, the price tag is just kind of what scares me the most off of them. I don't – the thing that makes me have some interest in it is, you know, I do like Kevin Love a pretty good amount today, especially on DraftKings with that 6K price tag. Jetty Osmond, 3-3 uh, three, three on DraftKings, really cheap over there too. So I think, you know, when you consider kind of a little bit of a game stack here, it's somewhat interesting, but I still think I like Russell Westbrook a little bit more for the for the price that you're paying for these guys. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at with this game right now. So not a whole lot of Harden for me. And it is scary, but I think I'm sticking with it. Mangoon. Yeah, I'm torn because, like, listen, I was, like, I had Westbrook at the wrong times this year, right? Like, Dean, I always told you last year, Giannis was was always the guy I was on at the wrong time. <laughs> like, uh, I'm on at the wrong time. I'm on Westbrook at the wrong time, man. He's he's burning me when I don't have him. I get the Ben Simmons, like, 65-point game, and then Westbrook goes for a more. It's just, oh, it's been the worst. But, uh, yeah, Westbrook, he's been crushing lately. If you want to ride it out, I don't hate it. I think he's fine. My, my one worry is, is what's going on with Harden, right? Like, can, I, I want to capture raw points, but – is 50 enough at the price? I'm a little no. scared of that. I, yeah, I think these, like, guys on DraftKings, like, you know, the Towns, the Pascals, the Kawhis, like, these guys are just cheaper enough where I'd rather go to them and have more of a middling build with the Bucks value. So I think I'm staying away from Harden, but I could end up seeing myself on, like, my optimal team. I could just be like, you know what, I just want the raw points with Harden. Let me just jump on those and call it a day and hope he doesn't, like, only get 50 and, and uh, hurt me. But uh, that's one of the biggest decision points I'm having on this slate, and it's a difficult one. 
So, Kyle, uh, I missed a week or so, and I did the best to, to, to catch up everything I missed out upon. But what I can tell is, <clears throat> no surprise, Cleveland's just been getting shellacked every single game. So, like, I'm looking at Love's minutes, and, like, why are his minutes down? Well, they lost last game by 32. They lost the previous game by, like, 50. They lost the game before that by, like, 35. And against Milwaukee, they only lost by nine, and Love played 31 minutes. Um, and, like, before that, 24 minutes against Orlando. Before that, he had 25 minutes in a game where they got blown out, and they got blown out before that by 33 minutes. Is that just what's going on here in Cleveland? I know he's talked about wanting to uh, you know, get traded at some point, which may happen. But we assume if this game does stay tight, which, again, big assumption, he should play around 30, 31 minutes, which should be enough against Houston, right? Yeah, especially at the, at the kind of decreased price tag here. Um, yeah, Cleveland's just probably – the worst time I've ever seen play a basketball game in my life. <laughs> Way worse than the uh, Illinois fighting Illini, which I have a bet with Big T on tonight. So hopefully that pans out. Um, but, oh yeah, I, I like Kevin Love here, you know, because if that game does stay close and he does get to, you know, 30, 31 minutes, I have projected for 29. So, you know, kind of with the blowout risk kind of in hand. But um, if he does get to 30 or 31, maybe even more if the game stays close. Like we've seen these Rockets kind of play down to a team's uh, talent mm-hmm. levels. So especially in that Sacramento game where, you know, they were favored by like 14 points and, you know, they ended up losing at the buzzer. So it's definitely possible and at that price tag. You don't really need, you know, 35 minutes to pay it off. So I, I really like love today. Do you want to mention once again, if you guys are watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. And if you do like, we're incentivizing you all to like because – 300 likes unlocks uh, Notorious. Uh, it's uh, his grind down tomorrow. Y'all can watch it. Read it for free, not watch it. He makes a video, at least he did, during the date baseball season. I think he might do it after football season. No promises, but I think that's the thing where he does an update video as far as the grind down later on in the season. But, uh, yeah, you guys can read that tomorrow. It's a, I think it's a four-gamer. Good slate tomorrow. Speaking of uh, you know, tomorrow, it's a big T. Myself, big T, and head, head chocolate. It'll be good times. I'll razz him about losing a bet against you, Kyle, where I'm just going to go ahead and assume you're going to win, whatever it is. College basketball. I know nothing about it. Hey, what's, the, what's the game tonight? Michigan versus who? I need to know who I need to be rooting for. Michigan versus Illinois. Rooting right against Big T. That's all you need to know. Well, of course, but I just want to know who we're rooting against. I mean, I don't want. Yeah. I mean, Kyle's a loyal fan. I don't want him setting me up for failure. It's like Michigan versus Duke or something. Like, <laughs> Michigan's the number five team in the country, and Vegas gives gives Illinois a point and a half. Like, come on now. Like, and I know it's in Illinois, but Michigan's going to win by like thirty five. So. I, I didn't even know Michigan was was number five, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure they'll somehow fall out from there. Way better than Wisconsin. Do. Oh, Wisconsin's the reason why you can't watch college basketball. They score like 48 points a game or something like that. I assume that's what they're still doing. I don't know. Um, anything else this game? So we try to move on, Mango, and we're good? Yeah, man, we can move on. Okay. Uh, Boston, Indiana's next. Shall we move on? I guess we can talk about it. Uh, Boston, Indiana, 211.5 is the total. Indiana is a uh, one-point favorite, so it's tight. Uh, there is no smart. He's out with his eye. Does that change things for you, Mango? No, hey, let's just let's move on, man. Let's talk about <laughs> something else. Like let's talk about what we had for lunch or something else. I don't care, man. I'm out on this game. We're just crossing this game out. That's I mean, do, do you do you agree with that, Kyle? No, I don't. I you know I really like Sabonis tonight. I know it's, it's going to be a super contrarian play. You know, pretty pricey over on DraftKings, but I like Sabonis a lot. He's just been a monster. His Boston team has struggled against big men recently. You know, so um, yeah, I'm I'm all about Sabonis tonight. But other than that, it's, that's pretty much it for me. Kyle, Kyle, you don't have to play him because you look like him, man. Like, it's okay. You don't have to get – it's not like a, the daily thing. Since you look a little bit like Sabonis, you have to play like 10%. You, you don't have to, man. <laughs> I wish I looked like him. He's, what, 7-1? I wish. I oh, wish. The, that height in the Tinder profile, man. Yeah, exactly. How do you capture that in the profile shot, though? You, you got to get some uh... – oh, you, you just type it in, man. Uh, once, once it's the high height, man, you just – Well, anybody can be 7-1 if you just type it in. Oh, but then when I'm, you show up in I'm person – I'm 7-1, too, on my Tinder profile. Yeah, but then you're catfishing him, Dean. I mean, if that's, if that's the guy you want to be, go for it. Well, they're already there, so, like, all right, let's see how it works out, you know? Um, <laughs> is that it? Is that our analysis on this game? It's an 11-gamer. Like, sure, if you want to play Brogdon, I guess you can. I'm not going to. Miles Turner has been – he's been a massive disappointment, hasn't he, boys? He's fallen back, hasn't he? Yes? Yep. Agreed? Yep. Sure. Uh, Sabonis is kind of like, you know, we weren't really sure going into the season who's going to uh, – I guess Sabonis is the alpha amongst those two. That's the way it's kind of turned out. You're right. Uh, Sabonis, nice matchup here against Boston. It's just a, if you only have one big spend tonight, and Sabonis now is pretty pricey. He's not fully priced like Harden-like, yeah. but he's, he's pretty pricey. It's hard to make him your guy, but I understand why you would. And, Salary uh, construction reasons, you know, we were talking about this kind of hinted at Ersan Ilyasova. He's a guy that you might want to move off of in tournaments on FanDuel because he's probably going to be popular. And, you know, he hasn't played more than, what, 21 and a half minutes in one game the entire season. He's old. 
I don't know, man. He's, he's going to be super popular over there because, you know, salary cap, yada, yada, yada. I, I'm looking for pivots. So I'm, I'm going to play him some, but I don't want to have too much, to be clear. And the Boston side, you know, there's pieces. Gordon Hayward's no longer 3K and DK. I know I, that happened when I was away. I missed that night. That must have been fun for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're all sort of priced where they should be. And yawn, move on. Yes, that's what we're doing. Yep. All yeah, right, move on. The Hornets, they're on a back-to-back. They're traveling as well. They're in Brooklyn, 217 is the total. They're 10-point dogs. Mango, we were talking about this one pre-show as well, too, and you're, you're saying, like, hey, you know, Batum, I don't think he's officially ruled out just yet. He's doubtful. He's got an old hand. I assume he's not going to play. Marvin's got an old niece. He's not going to play. So they're, they're a little bit thin. Uh, is a guy like Bridges going to play 35 to 37 to 38 minutes tonight? Because if so, or Washington as well. He can grab a pile of minutes as well. Uh, nice matchup as far as centers. There, see, I just did it. I just said centers. I didn't specify what kind of centers, but it is a good matchup here against Brooklyn. Uh, Biombo and Zeller are kind of tricky to figure out which one's going to do it. Uh, they both can kind of get there in their own way because they're cheap enough. Uh, but it is the Hornets and their ten point dogs. They're on the road. It's back to back. What are we doing here as far as Charlotte Mango? Yeah, uh, I, I think I like Bridges a lot. I think he's someone that has a pretty nice price point. And the minutes are just safe, and he's shown upside. And I think this matchup could work really well for him. On the opposite side, like Prince could be a really good guy too. Like I wouldn't mind mixing and matching those guys kind of uh, with this game. Uh, something with Kyrie came up. Not ready for non-contact. That's nothing. Sorry. Um, but the uh, the the Hornet side of the ball, right? Uh, what, what do we like here? Uh, Biombo, uh, Biombo, and Zeller. Uh, which guy is going to be the guy? That's a tough one to say. Um, I don't love the center position today, so I don't mind sprinkling those guys in. But, uh, yeah, I- I'm not sure what to really do with those two. Like, who do you favor, Kyle? Because that's a tough one for me. Yeah, I, I lean Biombo just a little bit. He is a little bit cheaper, especially over on uh, on DraftKings. So, you know, 3-7 three, three, on DraftKings versus Zeller, who's 4-6. Um, so I do lean Biombo a little bit. A really good permanent guy, and he played, you know, 24 minutes in that game last night. So uh, I do think that's so interesting. But the thing that I'm – really looking at tonight is is Washington PJ Washington saw almost 40 minutes last night mm-hmm. you know so I, I wonder if that's due to some of these injuries he's kind of uh, being you know he's able to play different positions so they can slide him up and down the, the lineup so I do think uh, Washington and Bridges are the two that are really going to benefit from these absences those are the two guys that I have the most interest in but Biombo's third on my list yeah Biombo and Zeller both around a fantasy point per minute going to go technical Zeller 1.04 Biombo 0.99 uh, also, we were talking about defense versus archetype matchup, and it's the best matchup. And I did kind of say set early in a lazy way, but post bigs, if you want to get all technical, post bigs, according to our defense uh, versus archetype matchup tool, the best matchup in all basketball against Brooklyn. So for sure, I'm interested, just kind of trying to figure out the, the minute uh, distribution amongst those two a little bit. Yeah, Dean, Dean, you know what the centers are good at too? Like I saw one thing that popped up. They're like really good. It's like the stealing uh, upside there is really good for centers. That's probably wonky, but I just saw that like Biombo and Zeller get like a really nice steal boost. So I don't know if that's good for Randall and whatnot, mm-hmm. Yahoo, but I, it's just something that popped in the defensive archetype uh, matchup. Thing. By the way, Zeller, 11 bucks on Yahoo, Biombo, $10 on Yahoo, the floor for what it's worth. Um, how about the other side? Yeah, I think Dinwiddie's popping for some people. Is he popping for you, Kyle? Um, I, I, he doesn't project horribly, but I think you know when I, when I compare him to other guys at at the same position, I just don't get to him a whole lot. Um, I don't think he's bad by any means. Obviously, the usage and the the permanent production is really good with Kyrie and Levert out, but you know I, I think there's just other places that I like, and I can even save a little bit. So, um, not not really a whole lot of Dinwiddie for me. I don't really like a whole lot from this side, which you know, I probably should, considering how bad defensively the the charlotte side is but they play at a really slow pace so i do think there are other spots to go on this slate uh another one of those guys that i want to play instead of urson and fandle uh is jared allen especially on yahoo uh, or fandle because they give you three points to those stocks and he can get nine against this team i i think it's super interesting uh, as you know and he's a little bit pricey for sure he's played well yeah. against some uh, two matchups previously he can be handsy as times you know jordan can all of a sudden play 25 27 minutes and allen all of a sudden is delegated to 22 23 and obviously that's not ideal but he also can play up to 30, 30 minutes against his Charlotte side. He would absolutely crush. Uh, I feel pretty strong about the, the chance of a double-double as well. Mango, and I, there's really not much else on the Brooklyn side for me. Uh, like, like we talked about, Dinwiddie's interesting, Allen for tournaments, and that's it for me. How about yourself? Yeah, I like Dinwiddie. I think he's a really strong play. Cash games and tournaments think this is a good opportunity for him. Uh, Prince is a guy I think mixing and matching, like you said, in tournaments, I think is a good uh, a good spot. And then uh, Jared Allen's definitely popping. Uh, I think he's someone you want to take advantage of a little bit here. Uh, he, he just been he's just got so much upside. So uh, like Jared Allen as well. Those are kind of the three guys on the net side. I'd be keen. Atlanta, Chicago, two twenty one and a half is the total. Chicago is a 
Six-point favorite, Atlanta on the road, back-to-back. They they played overtime as well, too, despite the fact that the game went overtime after Trey Young called the game over. He said it was over. That's it. But, no, they they actually – the Miami tied it up, and they ended up playing five more minutes. And I think Atlanta stopped playing because Miami won, like, by 17 in overtime. You don't see that too often. Uh, Sure, you can always play Trey Young. Of course you can. We saw Hunter play a final minutes last night. We got Jabari Parker revenge game. Very angry at Chicago for giving him like $20 million for a year of basketball, being terrible. I would be mad too. Uh, Kyle, what are we doing here? Uh, on the Chicago side, I think it's going to depend on who's in, in the starting lineup. You know, I think if Chris Dunn gets a start again, you can have some interest in him on, at the point guard position on DraftKings where he's 4'8", but nothing I really love. You know, I think there's so many good uh, spots to go at point guard. So um, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I really don't love anything from the Chicago side. I do have some guys on the Atlanta side that I like, but no, nothing from Chicago. You buying Hunter's big game? Um, I don't know if I'm not buying it or buying it. I, I think he's pretty solid and he's getting a ton of minutes, so I don't hate it. But uh, Jabari Parker is someone I do have some interest in. I know you mentioned the, the revenge narrative. That's not really the, the main reason I have interest in him. But 6-1 on DraftKings is just way too cheap, I think, for the upset that he does have. I know the minutes are pretty much up and down. I have just for 29, and he, he grades out pretty well. Um, if you uh, read the expert survey at all, uh, Squirrel Patrol had a nice little note at the bottom saying that Trey Young essentially sucks after, you know, on the second half of back-to-back, averaging like 20 points compared to like 32 when he, you know, has has rest before that game. So that's something to at least monitor. And, you know, there is a pretty small sample size on that, but something to at least pay attention to. Um, but, yeah, other than that, this, the minutes on these wings are pretty hard to, to evaluate. I think Herter could get 25 or 26 like he did uh, last night. And, you know, he has been on that limit, but he's someone, someone interesting if he's in the starting lineup again too. Uh, Mangill and Jabari Parker, fifth best matchup for versatile forwards against Chicago for what it's worth. Anything to add here? Or Do we basically cover it? I don't know. What, what, what do you want to add here? Or are we just going to go? I definitely want to talk about it, but I do want to say we're at 100, 100 likes. We just broke 100. I want to hit this for the people because if so, you get Noto's Grind Down tomorrow. And if they buy, if they get Noto's Grind Down, maybe they become a premium subscriber. And maybe oh. when they become a premium subscriber, maybe they join the Discord chat. Maybe they join the Discord chat and they become friends with you. Maybe you'll find love. Maybe there'll be a woman out there that joins the uh, you know community here that uh, changes your life. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of scenarios, but you never know. So, uh, <laughs> listen, even if you're a premium subscriber, go hit that like and thumbs up. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you there's a chance. That's all. But, oh, man, uh, that was a little too much. But let's talk about Jamari Parker. Let me give you a ridiculous narrative because I gave you one yesterday. I told you Kendrick Nunn and Jabari Parker, the uh, – they played at the same high school narrative, right? And that ended up coming through. Um, well, Jabari Parker is traveling to Chicago where he has revenge going on. And the double narrative, he that's his hometown. That's where he played ball. So uh, Jabari Parker, double revenge narrative night. We talked about Trey Young not being a great player uh, on the back-to-back. So someone's got to pick up the slack. Maybe it's Jabari Parker. He played in his hometown last year, all last year, correct? He, he did. He did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But there's nothing like coming back to your hometown, right? When you're there for a while, but like coming back, man, you're driving down the road, you get the good vibes, the good feels, you know, you hit your bagel shop. You got went to as a kid a lot, you know, you, you hit all of the, the spots, man. So jazz in Minnesota, 222 is a total. We got to pick up the pace a little bit, boys. Uh, jazz are one point favorites. Uh, I normally don't play the Jazz, but when they're playing against Minnesota, I'm interested. When the Mike Connolly's out, I'm interested. And you know, Donovan Mitchell, Kyle, not a great fantasy point minute player for what you think of him. At least, what, oh, I'm just assuming what you think of him. We think he's a good player, right? He's definitely in Big T's top 25 list, uh, and that includes four players who aren't even playing this year, despite the fact it's based upon this year. Figure that one out. <laughs> it's a whole other conversation. Just referencing Twitter. We'll throw some darts at Twitter tomorrow at the Big T tomorrow. Uh, are you on Mitchell? Are you on Jingle and Joe, who's uh, in the starting lineup, like uh, getting some assists as well, distributing? He's a big man. He can pass the ball as well, too, with Connolly being out. Rudy Gobert, of course, against Cat, decent matchup as well. Uh, what do you think of the Jazz? Because, Kyle, I normally don't play Utah or Utah in general. Like, those games don't happen. They don't exist for me. But uh, here we are. There's some guys that are uh, interesting for me. Yeah, I think the the Donovan Mitchell, you know, narrative, when he gets to play point guard, you know, with, with – Conley out has just gone to a point where everyone wants to play him. Everyone knows that he gets a, a nice little increase. He just hasn't been efficient this year. So I think, you know, considering he's going to be pretty heavily owned, um, you can't fade it here because he is a guy who's been inefficient in the past. And, he, you know, is, anyone can be inefficient any given night. So if he's going to be chalky, I get the fade. But 
the numbers do look really nice when you uh, take Conley out of the lineup, but they look really nice for Bogdanovich and Ingles too. So, you know, you can e- play either one or maybe even two of those guys and, you know, kind of get some leverage off Mitchell. I see Travis smiling because there's some weird talk going on in the chat right now. <laughs> this this focus, is good. I know I can't focus. either. Uh, so, I- I'm not going to hit like on the YouTube video. I have to do that myself. So I'm, I'm going in right now to do that, man. I got to help the people out. Yeah, so for me, I, you know, I have a lot of interest in Ingles. I think he's, especially, you know, on, on Yahoo, he's just nicely priced over there. But um, Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Mitchell are the three for me that I have interest in here. Yeah, Ingles, it feels like one of those guys taking a step back, step back this season, probably with the, the appearance of Bogdanovich, just averaging, what, 0. 0.75, 0. 0.72 fantasy points per minute, depending on where you're looking. But uh, in the starting lineup this year, nice matchup, of course, against Minnesota as well. So I think he's well positioned, too. Uh, Mangone, your thoughts on Mitchell, anybody I'm in, uh, on Utah and feel free to touch on Minnesota. I think this is the game where Cat was really, really good, uh, against, um, Gobert earlier this season that like nobody played him. There'll be the same scenario tonight. At least nobody's going to play Cat. Uh, we don't know about Teague. We're still questionable as far as I can tell. Your thoughts here, Mango, and if you can sort of multitask as you're clicking uh, like I am, yeah. YouTube chat's killing me, man. They're, they, someone asked if Sabonis is talking on the show, live on the show. <laughs> uh, someone said we're starving out here. Hit the like button, people. So YouTube chat's <laughs> killing me over here. Um, but, yeah, uh, this game is oh, definitely pretty cool. good. We're, we're going to load up here on some jazz, right? Jingle and Joe, he's definitely one of the better values on the slate. I, I like him a ton. Someone I'm definitely going to have a lot of exposure to. Uh, another thing that we got going here is Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you know, he has some of the best stretch here with the Conley being out. But uh, if you look at the uh, Rotorganis archetype matchup tool, the thing that's really nice here with Mitchell is he gets a nice little usage uh, bump upgrade uh, based on the matchup. Some of the usage gets funneled into his position and his archetype. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely in on Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a really, really strong play. Uh, shooting guards just a really, uh, really tough spot. So, uh, Chad is killing me right now. Uh, are you are you going up for Gobert, uh, Kyle or Dean? I may have not been listening, but I don't know if I could spend up on Gobert. Today. I think it's a fine spot for him, but I just don't know if I have the money to, and it's the right like situation to pay for. Huh? Yeah, yeah, no Gobert for me. I think you know there's some guys below him that I like, and then you know also there's some you know interesting options up top. So Gobert, I just never really play Gobert too frequently. Um, spots okay, but I just don't get to it too much. We got to go, boys. We got to move on, unless there's anything else that's worth saying. Uh, Mitchell, like you were saying to your point, the opportunity has been there. He has, he has exactly uh, taken full advantage of it, but he took 20, 25 shots last game against OKC, 17 versus Memphis, 24 versus Lakers. The shots have been there, Conley not there as well. And you know, I think he'll grab more assists than what three in the last couple games as well, too. Uh, Memphis, Phoenix, this game in theory is a game we should like, right? 230 total, the fast pace here with Memphis playing. Uh, you know, set, Memphis, seven point dog here for what it's worth. We're getting. Baines back I'm seeing is he going to be coming off the bench is that we're expected um it's unfortunate for Valentino he would absolutely smash the likes of like Frank the Tank and Sharich and those kind of characters Baines a little bit more girth uh should be a little bit tougher as far as Valentino's but his price is kind of steep too but he definitely can get there as well of course the Memphis side we got Clark expected back as well as Slomo and Kyle Anderson uh I have a hard time getting excited over a game it's 230 and that's a weird feeling Kyle is am I right am I wrong what am I doing here I think you're wrong, man. I love this game. Um, okay. There's just a lot of low-owned pieces in this one. You know, Devin Booker is going to be extremely low-owned for the upside that he has. I do think, you know, I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. There's, there's a few guys that are like a little bit overpriced, but you can pay for them to be a little bit contrarian. And, and Booker is one of those guys. Another guy who has been somewhat inefficient this year, and, and he has, you know, really taken a hit with the the presence of Rubio. But, you know, he's, any given night he can get hot shooting and in a spot where, you know, they're going against Memphis. The pace should be up. You know, possibly more shots to go around for this team. I like Booker a lot. Um, and then John Morant is another guy that I have a ton of interest in. Um, nobody's going to play him once again and, you know, play almost 30 minutes in that, game, in that first game back. So if he can get around 30 minutes, the numbers that he's producing right now, 37% assist rate, 12% rebound rate, um, almost 30% usage. Numbers are insane for Morant right now. So if he's going to get 30 minutes, I like him a pretty good amount. So those are the two that really stick out. And then you know, I, I guess there will be some interest in um, whoever starts at center for the Suns, whether it's Baines or Kaminsky, because, you know, we saw Kaminsky at the start and uh, and play, you know, a little bit less than normal. But, um, you know, I think if, if Baines gets in the starting lineup, he should be interesting here. Uh, and then and Valanciunas, too, you know, the minutes aren't consistent here, but if he gets 26, 27 minutes, he can pay off the, the 7K price tag on DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, Travis, uh, Kyle makes a good point because I don't. the optimals really aren't spitting these players out, but they all kind of like make sense, especially in tournaments. They're, uh, like Rubio's been in great form of way to Booker's a guy that can drop 35, 40 real points any given time. Um, yeah, and Balanchunas has been smashing as well too. Um, 
what are we doing here? Mangone, it's, you're probably not playing guys or many guys this, this game in your one, like your one line to be throwing everything, but for tournaments, there's a lot in play. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I'm throwing it in my one lineup, but um, yeah, tournaments, it, it makes some sense. Some of these guys, uh, one guy that I think is probably the best in the game is probably Rubio. Um, you know, point guard's not my favorite position today. And Rubio's one of those guys, man, when he gets hot, like you got to ride him out and listen, uh, yep. you know, he's got beautiful hair, just like Kyle over there, man. The hair, <laughs> the hair looks good. So you got to roster some Rubio, man. Uh, Ricky Rubio is a great play. I think, uh, the price is expensive, but people are uncomfortable with that. And the matchup is gold, right? It's Memphis. So, uh, I like that spot. I, I don't know if I'm going to run it back with any John ja Moran or anything like that. I think make, what makes some sense is maybe going with some Valanciunas. It's just center is not the prettiest position today. So going with the spend up like him and running it back with Rubio, don't mind doing that in your groups over there uh, on the uh, you know ter- on the tool for uh, the lineup HQ. So that, that's something you can go to. But I don't know. Not a lot of these guys are falling on my lineup. So I'm probably going to be underweight on this game. Uh, and that, that could be a mistake. Uh, I definitely think that, that giving some exposure to the 230 total makes some sense. I wanted to see what the defense versus archetype matchup is for Valentunas. Uh, 10th best. It's 20th. All right. So uh, Valentunas against his Phoenix side for what it's worth. Uh, and yet that uh, Rubio's hair is definitely nicer than his jump shot. Like that's a lot of, I guess a lot of things look nicer than his jump shot. But, you know, but when Rubio gets going, his jump shot's beautiful, man. Like that, that, that guy gets hot for like a, you know, like a month and then stops out of nowhere. He's off for two months and another month he's, he's going again. So uh, don't, don't sleep on Rubio still at this price. He could get up to 9K. We buried the lead. This is where the slate starts. Just start right here if you guys are watching the video. 232.5, Milwaukee versus New Orleans. Milwaukee's a 10-point favorite. All right, Kyle. Uh, I need you to pop. Of course, there's no Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's out tonight. So, uh, yeah, Middleton, people are going to play him. Bledsoe, people are going to play him. We presume, I think, that Ilya is going to draw the start tonight. Again, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play 30 minutes. I would definitely bet he's going to play less than 30 minutes. Milwaukee has plenty of bodies. They have plenty of dudes. Connaughton, uh, DiVincenzo off the bench. Corbett can get some run. Uh, you got both Lopez brother, brothers. DJ Wilson can play 15 to 20 minutes or something like that. So the clear and obvious ones, right, Kyle, are Bledsoe and Middleton. If you're building cash lineups tonight, those are the first two places you start, I presume. Yeah, I mean, those have to be the two best plays in the slate. You can you can definitely plug them both in right away. Um, I'm just going to say it before I know you can. Dante DiVincenzo is one of, my, one of my favorite plays in the slate. I know you tweeted about it earlier. I had him in the expert survey, so we, I know we agree on that pretty early. DiVincenzo's numbers are pretty great, you know, considering Giannis off somewhat small sample size, 180 minutes. But, you know, he's at a 1.3-plus uh, fantasy point per minute, too. He's right up there with Bledsoe Middleton. Obviously, doesn't have the same usage, but, you know, He's, you know, I have him for 25 minutes, so DiVincenzo at that at that kind of playing time, at the 4K price tag on DraftKings, I think he's one of the better value plays in the slate. And then I think you can go to a guy like George Hill, too. I think he picks up a few extra minutes here. Um, Ersan, I do have some interest in, but, you know, he's going to be probably as chalky as Bledsoe Middleton. So mm-hmm. I don't like him nearly as much as the, the uh, top two. I'll, I'll eat the chalk with Bledsoe Middleton. I would prefer Bledsoe over Middleton if you're uh, picking one of them. But, you know, when you consider Ilya Silva is going to be – maybe even more chalky than Bledsoe Middleton, considering he is that salary early today. I, I like the fate of Yusuf as well. What, what do you think? Uh, give me a minute, minute's projection on Ersan. Uh, I have him for 21. Yeah, I think that's about right. And a half, yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I went through his game log. I think 21 and a half is the most he's played in the entire season. Of course, very few games have been played. Oh, what? No, no, it's not, it's not huge. It's not huge. We haven't done it though. Nick Nicholas Batum is out and Malik Monk is a game time decision. So, uh, Oh man. First of all, not Batum. We kind of knew that. I don't don't know if that was air horn worthy. Do you have anything a little bit less obnoxious than the air horn? Is this full air horn? (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, we said Malik Monk. I said game time decision. So there you go. Uh, That's a little bit, I I just, I, we haven't hit the, hit the horn all week. So, or not all week, all show. So what if Monk doesn't play? Do we care? Like, who who might get? I mean, they're going to play Rozier, oh, Graham Rozier. Bridges is going to play like forty minutes. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Bacon. They dust off Bacon. MKG. Oh no. Yeah, it could, it could be him. But I, I can I can buy some stuff, man. I can buy the Just Do It one. I can buy a saxophone. There's some good stuff here, man. So maybe I'll have to do that for the next show. <laughs> well, if you maybe you big a GP tonight, you buy yourself a saxophone for tomorrow or whatever. There you go. <laughs> next time I'm on the show, we'll have to see if I, I bought it, but. Um, yeah, I, Mango, how, how many, how many bucks is too many bucks in cash? Is it four? Is it five? Four? Yeah, man. Uh, give me all the bucks, man. Uh, it's definitely a good spot for them. Four feels like the number right now. Um, I'm wondering with DiVincenzo, I like him, right? And I, I think he's a great rebounder. Uh, and I think the rebound rate is going to be great for him here. But the, the question is that a lot of those numbers were with Middleton, uh, you know, off the court. So Middleton's now there. So does that affect it a little bit? Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Shooting guard's also a deep position, right? Like I said, like Fanduel, it's tougher because like shooting guard's really deep. Uh, you already probably put Middleton in, and then it's like I got Harden, I got Mitchell, I got Drew Holiday on the opposite side. Like there's a lot going on. So I like DiVincenzo a lot, though. It feels more like a DraftKings play, fantasy draft play. Uh, maybe even on Yahoo. Don't know where he's. Thirteen at. bucks uh, on Yahoo. What what, what position is he? Too. He's small, small forward. forward. Okay, so that's interesting. I think small forward. That's great over on Yahoo. So like that. Um, yeah, Middleton, Bledsoe, love those plays. Get a ton of exposure to them. Brooke Lopez, I like. Ursa's the uncomfortable one. I don't know how to approach him. Um, he might eat into the cash lineup, might not. And uh, I have way too much exposure in tournaments uh, on Fanduel. Kyle, should I lower that? It's like yes. really high. Dean says yes. What do you think? I just don't like the ownership that he's going to draw, man. I think you can, yeah. it's tough to find a direct pivot. So if there was a direct pivot, I would feel better about it. But, you know, I, I think, I don't, I just don't think he's a necessity for, I don't think he's going to help. He probably won't kill you, but I don't think he's going to like. Uh, so should I X him? Should I just X him completely? Like that's the thing mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out. Like, cause I have a lot of him right now. Like the RG builder loves him in this spot. Not to cut you off, but I'm looking at the, uh, our, our rankings and I'm trying to find like a comp, like a, a guy you can just swap him out for. And a couple people have a uh, Thad Young ranked for what it's worth. Royce O'Neal's there too. He's kind of Birch as well. Uh, but there's not any. It's more of like a three v three or Tice. You could play a uh, you know Daniel Tice, I suppose. Is it Ken Birch in foul trouble already? He is in foul trouble already. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> man, go and steal my lines. Yeah, you, you didn't use it. You didn't use it early on. That's on you, man. <laughs> it expires. It's like a coupon. Right, we're we we bringing up Ken Birch again. I mean, come on. We are behind on time. No time for shenanigans. But what about running it back? Anything? In, what are we doing in New Orleans? Anybody interested in running it back at a game stack of some sort? I'm mixing in Ingram and Drew. I think that's about it, though. Um, oh, Kenrich. I like Kenrich at the cheap price tag. I think there's some opportunity here for him. Uh, the fast-paced games, he fits in really well. So those are the three I'm mixing and matching. Kyle? Uh, you got to watch the starting lineup because I honestly have no idea. They switch it on and off. If Lonzo <laughs> Ball is back in the starting lineup, I think he's a great play. Uh, I like uh, Ingram and Holiday as well. But if if uh, Ball starting fifty one hundred on DraftKings, I think it's just way too cheap. Just about him starting. That's all. I like Ball and Holiday away from each other. You know, I don't want those guys in the court at the same time. It hurts Holiday yeah. for me. Uh, but then they I'm just not... don't get Ball the minutes, so that's the frustrating part. But Mango, before you go, before you move off this game, give me just rank the Bucks for me in terms of prioritizing them in your cash game. Oh, wow. That's, oh, man. Uh, it depends on the site, obviously. But as a whole, it's like Bledsoe and Middleton are like 1A and 1B. Um, then I'd probably go with Brooke Lopez 3, DiVincenzo 4, um, and then Ursan 5. Yeah, that's basically where I'm at as well. We got seven minutes. We got two games. We have some questions here lined up from, uh, for, for YouTube. We're going to do our best to knock out as many of those as possible. Of course, you guys are watching YouTube one last time. We got to get the 300 likes. Otherwise, our egos are going to be shot. Uh, of course, we get the 300 likes. We're, we're incentivizing y'all. You get uh, Notorious. You get his grind down for free tomorrow, which is awesome. It's good stuff. It's one of the first, first places I go when I'm starting to research a slate. Uh, OKC, Sacramento. This feels like a catch-me-up game. 208 is a total. Sacramento is a two-point favorite. And we're also getting Bagley back tonight, so it's going to be a little bit more mucked up on the on the Sacramento side. The interesting thing here, Kyle, and me and Ben going on a pre-show conversation about this as well, as far as Bogdanovich and Optimals don't know that like Bogdanovich has been playing terrible. Uh, it doesn't help for Bogdanovich's case that uh, Bagley's back. I'm not sure what's going to matter this night, but we know we've seen it before in previous games where Bogdanovich doesn't close because a guy like Bagley closes. I assume it hurts Bielitsa as well. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't help anybody that Bagley Bagley's back. Maybe Ariza takes a step aside to some degree. Uh, overall, I'm just sort of like ignoring it all. But but Bogdanovich is cheap enough to consider, despite the fact he hasn't been great, and maybe he was dealing with that injury still. What are we doing here? Yeah, do you guys have any – has there been a report about a minutes limit for Bagley or like what the number is? I've not seen anything. I Okay, I haven't either. I mean, so I'm going to – I can look while you're talking, but I right. he's tough to play because who knows what's going to happen with him. Yeah, I think the the thing here, he, he will affect directly uh, how many minutes Bielitsa gets, and Bielitsa has been playing great, you know, especially with him, you know, getting those backup center minutes. That's been huge for him. So that's a big thing for me. But, yeah, Bogdanovich, another guy who's just really struggled, but – the minutes have, you know, still been there. I don't think Bagley will affect the minutes he gets here. So, um, I mean, he's not a guy who's playing a ton of minutes at the beginning anyway. So, I do think you can play him. 4,800 on DraftKings, somewhat interesting. Um, man, I wish I knew about Bagley because at 6,100 on DraftKings, it's somewhat at least interesting. But if he's only going to play 20 minutes, hard to do that. So, that's pretty much it for me on, on the Sacramento side of things. 31 on, the, on Yahoo, that's a hard pass for me. Can't I yeah, get there? Yeah. Uh, anything on the other side? Do we care about OKC tonight? It's whatever for me. 
Uh, I'm looking at this Bagley thing. I'm trying to see what the far projections have at least. They have we have 25 minutes on there. I haven't seen anything on Twitter, so that's a safe projection. Yeah, um, just sitting in the middle there. But uh, yeah, I, I think Adams is kind of interesting. Like again, he's one of those like team streaky players that you want to ride out while they're doing well. And I don't love the center position today, so I don't mind going to a Stephen Adams. This is a good spot for him. He's been crushing. So again, uh, just kind of riding that in tournaments. There's some of these guys as you, you kind of watch the you know basketball throughout your life. You kind of see these guys who just getting uh, good streaks. And he's one of those kind of guys. So, yeah, like Adams a little bit. think you can go to him. I'm not really loading up on any of these Thunder guards. Just don't think they make the cut in my tournament builds or my cash games. And, uh, yeah, the Kings side is kind of tough now. I'm, I guess I'm just staying away. Uh, so, yeah, that's about it for me. Knicks, Warriors, 210.5 is the total. What an absolutely terrible, te- terrible game. Uh, this is the hammer. This is the chisel. Uh, yeah, this is the last game of the night. It's pretty awful. Uh, the Knicks with a new coach, of course. They, play, they were playing a 12-man rotation last night um or whatever it was last night the night before i don't recall now last night uh, yeah it was last night okay um in the first half was that was before the blowout like what are you doing playing Taj gibson in like 2019 for a team that's going nowhere like why are you playing him any minutes don't get me started we don't have time for this nonsense we have questions on layaway from uh from youtube uh the only thing the most interesting thing i guess russell for tournaments draymond's pretty cheap and the minutes have been pretty good i don't know if the warriors want to win it's another question. <laughs> I don't know why they would want to win because this is a, a lottery game, I suppose. Kyle, get me out of this uh, this rant. We got to go quick though because we have some questions on layaway. Yeah, I mean, this game's pretty tough for me. I guess D'Lo and Draymond are in play, but uh, Mitchell Robinson's the interesting one for me. You know, mm-hmm. I think the one thing I pulled away from Mike Miller being the coach is that he's kind of willing to give Mitchell Robinson twenty five minutes a game. He saw twenty seven last time, um, and then twenty six in the one before that. So. Some interest in Mitchell Robinson at that price tag, 5,800 on DraftKings, and then that's pretty much it. Those three, and, and that's it for me in this game. Yeah, I completely agree. I think there's no reason to throw darts at anything else. There's such cleaner routes on this 11-game slate. Uh, Mangona, thought here, or did you find anything on Bagley? I found out on Bagley. Uh, the one thing I will say, uh, I agree with everything that you guys just said. I agree with the Mitch Robinson. I agree with the Green, and I agree with the uh, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I do want to ask one guy, though. Do you have any interest in top 20 player this season and this season only, Clay Thompson? <laughs> Lock button. Smash button. Uh, it's a call, it's a call back team. to Big T, guys. Uh, if you want to check out his top 25 rankings this season and this season only, he's got Clay on there, which is crazy. Anyways. I got questions. Rapid fire answers. Mango, and you're batting first. I give a three for for you. This is Cash Pascal, or uh, as some call him, Salty Saucy. What is he? What Saucy P? Spicy P. Spicy P. <laughs> we got Rubio with Spicy P and Lowry versus Towns, Love, and Thompson. I assume that's Tristan and not Clay. Um, def- definitely the first one. I'm not. I'm not stacking up the Love and Tristan Thompson today. Definitely the first one. <laughs> For cash, Kyle, you got Lowry or Dinwiddie? Uh, uh, Dinwiddie. Mangone, Randall versus Middleton? Uh, Middleton. Parker versus Utah Bogdanovich? Uh, Parker, but it's close. Parker. Uh, Mangone, pick two of these guys for me. You got Donovan Mitchell, Drew, Devontae Graham, or Levine? Uh, Mitchell and Drew for sure. Levine's a great tournament play, though. We didn't talk enough about him, but he's a really good tournament low one guy. Kyle, is uh, Kevin Love a good play or too risky for cash? Um, for cash, it's tough, except on DraftKings. On DraftKings, I'm okay with it in cash because he's 6K, so I'm okay with it there. Mango, what game should we avoid? That's a whole bunch, right? <laughs> yeah, you can avoid a lot, man. Big, Big, T, Big T is not happy about us. Uh, he, thinks, <laughs> he says, imagine being funnier than you guys. He thinks we're uh, not that funny. <laughs> Kyle, uh, Jay Crowder we didn't talk about. Jay Crowder versus uh, P.J. Tucker should play a lot of minutes. Uh, I have to pick one of those two. That's the options. Oh, um, <laughs> Reg? Uh, I guess I'm going to go with Crowder. I guess that game's going to be pretty low, so I'll go with that one. Uh, Mango, we got Sabonis and Gasol versus Allen and Montrezl. I did not consider Montrezl. Uh, I'm going with Kyle, man. Give me Sabonis combo. Kyle, Cash, Bridges, or OG? Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to go with uh, Bridges, especially if Malik Monk's out. That's just going to solidify those minutes even more. I like that call. One last time, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you get to give us the old like. You get to up to 300 likes. You get to Notorious's Grind Down tomorrow for free. It unlocks it. We got to step aside and get out of here and make way for crunch time. More premium stuff. Crunch time, you get to Roth. You got JSU. You got Andy Means. Van Gogh, give me a hot take. Get me out of here. Yeah, man. Uh, hit the like button because then someone might find love on rotogrinders.com. Uh, no, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, uh, 60 fantasy points tonight. I'll see it. Raise it. Uh John Morant, 25-point triple-double. 
Jared Allen puts up 55. Is that ambitious? Sure. Real points? Real points? Everything, or? yes. 55, <laughs> 10, and 12. 12 blocks, too. Ain't nobody doing it blocks. He does what blocks him in the side. Whiteside, he's Kyle. He's Mangone. 50-50 shot up was correct. I'm definitely Dean. Happy to be back. Enjoy your basketball tonight. Stay tuned. Brunch time. We're out of here. Holler.